For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers show is brought to you by betonline.ag. The NFL offseason is in full swing. You've also got NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. If you want to place a bet on any of the sports action, betonline.ag is the place to do it. Yeah, 365-24-7. We are going vintage with the headset. Mark, but make sure y'all go to betonline.ag. Ike, I see you've got the color coordination, the red phone, mm-hmm. the red shirt. It is Friday. Excited. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to get started with betonline.ag. Head over to the website today. Use your mobile device. Use your desktop computer. When you sign up, use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, cue the music. It's time to start the show. Welcome to the Believe in Steelers show on the Believe Network. I'm your host, Mark Birkin, joined as always by my guy, two-time Super Bowl champion and 12-year veteran of the Pittsburgh Steelers, number 24, Ike Taylor. IT, we've got you on the horn, the old school, the phone, red phone, red shirt. I appreciate your color coordination. How are you doing this morning, my man? I'm doing good. We're going vintage with this with this podcast today mark i can't help but keep laughing we're recording this the friday morning ike after the nfl has released its regular season schedule for all 32 teams so we're ready to go game by game for the pittsburgh steelers all 17 games of the regular season ike are you ready let's go okay Steelers projected win total, seven and a half. Mike Tomlin entering year 16, no losing season. So Vegas doesn't like the Steelers to continue that odd. But before we get too far into this, the Steelers will travel the fewest miles of any team in the 2022 regular season, just more than 6,400 miles traveled. They will never leave the Eastern time zone on the road in the 2022 season. And it starts on the road, the eighth consecutive season, the Steelers, taking on the Cincinnati Bengals in week one. Our Steelers already a six and a half point underdog. I going up against the team that was in the Super Bowl last season. What do you think for our beloved Steelers? Yeah, I, I think, I think Vegas got it right on this one. I think Steelers take the L on this one. Really? You don't know who's coming into camp between Mitchell Trubisky and uh, Kenny Pickett. So we, we will see what's up with that. We already know what, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals and uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase brings to the table. I think they stepped up their defense as well. So it's just a matter of time. I think me personally, these first four games are going to be tough for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I do see them taking the L against the Cincinnati Bengals. I know that we try to be contrarians on this show, Ike, but I am right there with you. And it's as simple as this. It's the matchups, right? So the cornerback position, a little bit of a question mark for the Steelers. The Bengals are loaded at the receiver position. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. 
And it's not so much that I don't think that the Steelers front seven can get to Joe Burrow, the most sacked quarterback in the league a year ago, but the Bengals in the offseason addressed their offensive line, signing Lyle Collins. They also signed guard Alex Kappa to free agent deal. So they're looking to invest and keep Joe Burrow upright. I think they do that in this game and considering they're playing at home, coming off a Super Bowl, and it's the matchups on the outside. I think that's where the Bengals have the advantage. I'm going to take the Bengals in week one as well. All right, we'll agree on that one. Okay, week two, Patriots at Steelers. Mac Jones, now the quarterback in New England, but this is a Patriots team that lost J.C. Jackson in the offseason. Mike Tomlin has a little bit. He's a 3-8 and eight record against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. The last meeting between the two teams at Heinz Field in 2018, Steelers took care of business there. Ike, I don't always like the matchup with the Patriots, but I'm not enamored by New England. Home opener at Heinz Field. I'm going to take the Steelers at home. Well, we'll agree with this one. And the reason why I think we'll agree with with this one, I think Pittsburgh going to win this one. They don't have Tom Brady anymore. And that was still a killer, to be honest with you. Tom Brady and company. And Coach Belichick, that duo was was something special, especially against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Even though this is Mac and Cheese's second year, I think he's going to have a lot of progression into what he needs to do. But I think Coach Teague's just going to have a remedy for him to figure out, you know, and, and we're at home. So when you're at home, you're able to do something you really can't do when you're on the road, and that's run the ball. And that's gathering the defense, and that's the defense getting the crowd into it, and that's home field advantage right there. So I do see the Pittsburgh Steelers – you know, taking this one against the New England Patriots at home, their first home game. If there's ever an Ike Taylor parade, I want to be leading the charge with the boom box in hand, leading the parade, Ike. And this is where I taught your credentials. If anyone is just coming across the Believe in Steelers show for the very first time and they're saying, what the heck do these two guys know? Ike, you played in the league for 12 years. You had 14 interceptions in the regular season. One of them was against the GOAT, Tom Brady. So there you go. You're, you're hearing from someone who has literally intercepted Tom Brady. Only a handful of other people on the planet can say that. Right. So take what Ike is saying seriously. And this is where, again, I'm leading the Ike Taylor parade. We both have the Steelers starting the season one and one, starting with the loss to the Bengals and then a win against the Patriots in week two. Let's keep it rolling. Week three, Thursday night football in Cleveland on the road. And really the big question looming over this game to me, Ike, is is Deshaun Watson still facing a suspension heading into week three? We still just do not know what his status right. will be. So that's really the big question mark. And it's just like, I, I really don't know what to expect. What did you make of this Thursday night matchup in week three? Deshaun plays Pittsburgh loose. Deshaun doesn't play Pittsburgh wins. And that's that's the Deshaun Watson factor, okay. you know. Um, they they we seen what we need to see when it came down to Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think they might have split split right down the middle as a starter with Baker Mayfield. Um, but other than that, you put Deshaun Watson with that running game. Uh, we'll talk about the receivers. Their receivers probably the biggest question mark for them as of now. But you put Deshaun with that running game, man. It's something special. And we ain't gonna even talk about on the defensive side who's leading the charge with Miles Garrett. So we already know every time Miles don't wear a shirt, he gets fined. Every time he put a long sleeve shirt on, you know, they don't find the man. So the man is built like a mute. He's just a little bit different. But yeah, I got if Deshaun Watson is playing for against the Pittsburgh Steelers, Pittsburgh gonna take that L. I got if Deshaun Watson doesn't play against the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Steelers will take that win. 
I'm going to mark this as a loss for both of us, assuming Watson does not play just for the sake of going through. Again, we'll see what happens. We'll add that caveat in. You talk about mutants, Ike. You can have Miles Garrett. I'll take the mutant on the other side of the ball, Nick Chubb, squatting 675 pounds this offseason. You can have Miles Garrett. I'm taking Nick Chubb all day. Yeah, you you know, Nick Nick a little bit different. He ain't from around here. He's from Pluto somewhere. The Steelers beat the Browns twice last season, so we'll see what ends up happening. And it appears that the Steelers ended Baker Mayfield's time in Cleveland in that Week 17 Monday night game at Heinz Field and what was Big Ben Roethlisberger's final home game. Okay, and also, before we move on, this will be the first time the Steelers will be playing on Amazon Prime. So if you're in the Pittsburgh market, you'll be able to watch locally on TV. But if you're outside of Pittsburgh, you got to have Amazon Prime this upcoming season for the Thursday night game. First time the Steelers will be on that streaming service. Week four, Jets at Steelers. And I, I like what the Jets did in the offseason, trying to improve things for Zach Wilson, get him some young talent. I like what they did in the draft. Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson. I just I don't think it's going to be enough. I'm going to take Pittsburgh at home against the New York Jets. I think the Jets are improving. I like what they did in the draft. I like their head coach, Robert Sala, taking and molding his identity. Uh, you know, we saw what he did when he was the defensive coordinator of the 49ers. But I still think that this Jets team is on the up and up. If this game were, say, later in the season, I might be more inclined to take the Jets. But Pittsburgh at home against a young team, got to take care of business. I'm going to put the Steelers, I'm going to write W next to their week four matchup against the Jets. Well, this is what we disagree at. I'm going to take the Jets over the Steelers on this one. And the reason why is this is Zach Wilson's uh, second year in that offense. And we know with the running back he's got from Iowa State, we see the first-round receiver. We see the first-round offensive lineman. Um, I like what Coach is trying to do on the defensive side. He wound up getting saucy. Gardner as a, as a shutdown corner as well. So, yes, I'm going to take this. And the only reason why I'm taking this one, uh, the Jets over the Steelers, is because I'm still going to be unsure about the quarterback position for the Pittsburgh Steelers and who's going to be leading the charge. So this is going to be going on a third game that we're talking about. Uh, we don't know if they're going to go one game. Uh, Kenny, one game. Mr. Trubisky is just it's, – it's a lot of uncertainty when it comes down to that. So I think – Again, it's going to come down to the running game, Mark. I think at home for the Pittsburgh Steelers, until they really declare who's the starter for for the season, this is just going to be based on a running game. And right now, I'm just going to take the Jets running game because I like where they're headed and the passing game as well. So I mentioned Gardner and Wilson, the two first-round picks of the Jets. Uh, don't forget about Jermaine Johnson, another first-round pick. And then you mentioned the Iowa State running back, Brees Hall, absolutely explosive out of the backfield. Jeremy Ruckert, the tight end out of Ohio State. It's clear that the Jets are trying to surround Zach Wilson with playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. We'll bring up the Pickett-Trubisky argument. At least I will a little bit later in the show, Ike, because I think that there is a portion of the schedule where I think it would make most sense to start Pickett, but I'm not quite there yet. Uh, we will continue on, though. Week five, the Steelers taking on the Buffalo Bills on the road. Remember, the Steelers took care of business in week one of the 2021 season, upsetting the Bills on the road. I like what the Bills did, though, in the draft because they got who appears to be their running back, James Cook. That's Dalvin Cook's younger brother to help 
give Josh Allen yet another playmaker on the offense. This is going to be a tough matchup. I can't help but wonder if the Bills are going to want to get some revenge from the season before the Bills at home. I'm going to take Buffalo. What say you, Ike Taylor? I'm going to go with the Steelers on this one. I think the Steelers just figure it out. I think the Steelers overall, um, when it comes down to just putting the cap onto what you do best, and and that's keeping quarterbacks in the pocket, and that's having pass rushers, and you already know what the heck T.J. Watt be doing, man. He just be going bananas when it comes down to getting sacks and getting to these quarterbacks. So Tua is going to be back. Cam is going to be back. Tyson is going to be back. Um, we you just have a plethora of guys who can get to the quarterback, and, and and this is what the Pittsburgh Steelers do. The Pittsburgh Steelers take away what you like to do best, and what do the Buffalo Bills like to do best? They just another version of the Kansas City Chiefs. They like to throw the ball and go deep, you know. So they they take away that. They make a Josh Allen throw intermediate route, something he really don't like doing. They make him dink and dunk like Tom Brady, who has won seven Super Bowls. Josh Allen don't really like doing that. And they just keep him in the pocket. And we all know if you get Josh Allen out of the pocket, he can be another dimension of that offense. But I think the Pittsburgh Steelers, just how we look at Lamar Jackson and what the Pittsburgh Steelers do to Lamar, I think we can start to say the th- same thing about Josh Allen as well, what the Pittsburgh Steelers do. They contain these guys. So I got the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. We have the Steelers at two and three, a little bit of different routes of getting there. Week six Steelers taking on and hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady's back. He's going to be 45 in August, so before the start of the season. I think this might very well be Tom Brady's final time playing at Heinz Field. But that's also like, is he going to play? This is his final year. Is he going to play till 50? And it seems like the question every offseason, is this finally the season where the wheels fall off for Brady? I'm not counting against him. At the same time, this is going to be a very different Buccaneers team because Todd Bowles is in charge now. We both like him as a defensive-minded coach. But is Rob Gronkowski coming back? Is Nadama Kinsu coming back for the Buccaneers? This isn't the same Buccaneers dominant team that we saw that went to the Super Bowl and then went to the playoffs last season. I can't help but wonder when the wheels are going to fall off. And now this Brady drama every offseason now is, is he coming back or not, is almost like, the new Brett Favre off-season drama where they're following Brett Favre on the plane in the tarmac because especially during the summer, Ike, we got to fill programming. We got to we got to fill shows. There's just so much that you could talk about. This is the new era with Tom Brady, but it's hard to bet against the GOAT as well. I'm very conflicted. I'm going to defer to you before making my selection. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers winning this one. The reason why is you got Coach Brian Flores on the defensive staff as well. So we all we all saw on our show, Mark, how highly Coach Tomlin talked about having the head coach on his staff and getting him to, to come in and picking his mind as well, too. So that's why I'm going to go with that. And he knows a lot about Tom Brady. So does uh, Coach Tomlin. Tom Brady's 45. So there's not too much he can do in the pocket when it comes down to maneuvering. And we also know that we're going to talk about these sack masters coming off the edge for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, it's going to be the health part of Tom Brady. It's going to be the health part of his receivers. Don't There is no question that Tom Brady's have receivers. So this is going to be a Pittsburgh Steelers a secondary matchup versus uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, you know, receiver matchup. So that's 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 how I look at it. And what's going to help, I think, is the the, the defensive line and them guys getting to Tom Brady, uh, T.J. Watt, and company. So I got the Pittsburgh Steelers winning this. Um, I know it's going to be a chess match. 
I know you can say what you want to say about Coach Bruce Aarons, but Coach Bruce Aarons definitely is the head coach, the Super Bowl head coach, and he knows what he's doing. He's just so happy. He's not going to be on the sideline. It's going to be Coach Bowles now who's a new head coach. So for that, for that, I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers on winning this ball game. Um, Tom Brady, I think this is his last year. He just signed a 10-year, $375 million deal with Fox. So um, he, he ain't tripping. He can be as old as he want to be. His money is old as him just as well. So he's still looking at the big face hundreds and they green. That's how much money Tom Brady is, is, is getting. So Tom Brady, in my mind, this is last year. It's, it's win or go home. So I think he's all in. But against the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're going to take an L at home. Okay. Okay. I, uh, I'm going to rock with Ike Taylor. I'm going to take, I'm going to rock with Ike Taylor. I'm going with you. So you've got, hang on, you've got the Steelers at home just to clarify. Okay. Okay. Um, Ike, Fox had to do something though, because they lose Joe Buck, Troy Aikman to ESPN on Monday Night Football. So they needed to make Yeah, they gave all the money to Tom. (laughs) They, 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 Tom said he'll come. Tom wanted four hundred million. They say, Tom, we can give you three seventy five. Tom in his head said, I just wanted three fifty, but I take the three seventy five. <laughs> and before we go to week seven, Ike, this goes back to our discussion where we thought that recapping our interview and conversation with Mike Tomlin, we think he could make for a great broadcaster. Everyone has a price. This is just further evidence of that. You saw what Amazon was potentially going to offer. Rams head coach Sean McVay, and it's just like you talk about a lot of cheese, a lot of coin. Everyone's got a price, I'm just saying. Okay, week okay. seven, the Steelers on Sunday night football against the Miami Dolphins. I'm taking the Steelers on the road where I know you might think, Florida, it's going to trip the Steelers up. They're a cold-weather team. It's starting to get cold the end of October. Two reasons. It's going to be Brian Flores's return to Miami Dolphins, his former employer. We know he filed a lawsuit against the league. Number two, Minka Fitzpatrick also returns to Miami. I think the Steelers are going to be fired up. I think this is going to be a blowout. I, I honestly don't even think this is going to be particularly close because I think this game is going to be personal for Flores and Fitzpatrick, and they're going to want to show out. Flora, Flora got this game checked off already. He said, damn, I'm, I'm going back home where they fired me. And y'all, y'all know dang well. I didn't want Tua as my quarterback anyway. I was looking at Justin Herbert <laughs> as my quarterback, but y'all wanted to pick Tua, so I cannot wait. And I'm talking to this Brian, Coach Brian Flores. I cannot wait till we go to Miami and put a goose egg on that damn offense because I told you <laughs> we was going to smack him anyway. Let's go. Let's go. And here's the thing, right? Like, Tua is being set up to succeed because he's got Waddle. They just uh, – um, the other receiver that Gina. they just got. Thank you. Tyreek Hill. They signed Taron Armstead, the stud left tackle from the Saints, who is one of the most sought-after free agents. It's now or never of Tua, and I have not seen it to this point in time going into the 2022 season again. And here's another thing as well. Steelers play very, very well in prime time as well. This game on the calendar. don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if you see T.J. Watt line up on the opposite side to make Tua go opposite. Don't be surprised. We're the first to say this, but don't be surprised if you see T.J. Watt line up on the right side instead of left side of the defense. And the reason being just for the listeners and the viewers, Tua is a lefty, so you want to get T.J. Watt in the face of a quarterback. Most quarterbacks in the league are right-handed, which is why you see T.J. Watt line up consistently over right tackles. Ike, game recognizes game. That's that's Excellent. Excellent insight okay we need to keep this rolling week five 
Steelers at Eagles, the Battle of Pennsylvania, another young quarterback where it's kind of a prove-it season with Jalen Hurts because they've got Devontae Smith, they've got Jalen Rager, they've got A.J. Brown, who they just traded for. Is this Jalen Hurts' team? That's a big question mark. But if he trips up this season, the Eagles have two first-round draft picks in the 2023 draft. I just, I, I'm like, prove it if you're Jalen Hurts. I'm taking Pittsburgh on the road in the Battle of Pennsylvania in Philly. Give me the Steelers against the Eagles. Yeah, I'm taking Pittsburgh versus the Eagles as well. I'm just looking at this schedule, and I'm looking at mac and cheese. I'm looking at two, and I'm looking at Hurts. And Pittsburgh, like, if we keep playing these Alabama quarterbacks, we're going straight to the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's exactly what we're doing. So, yeah, I, I just I just think there are some limitations to uh, some of these Alabama quarterbacks, and I hate I hate to say it, I, th- I think that's just what it is. And I get what these NFL teams are trying to do. They're trying to put them back in a situation to as they once was in Alabama, getting guys who they used to play with and getting these high-profile receivers. So I get all that. I think it's just the consistency part. Like, you got to be able to throw windows now. Your receivers are not going to be wide open, as they once was in coming out of college. So that's just what it is. And these three quarterbacks I named, Mac and Cheese, Tua, and, and Jalen Hurts, we're going to see how consistent they are in throwing in tight windows. So for therefore, I like the defense more than the offense with the Eagles. So I got the Pittsburgh Steelers going in and beating the Eagles October the 30th. Show me uh, an an Alabama quarterback who's had long-term success in the league outside of Joe Namath. And other than Broadway Joe, haven't seen it. I mean, like, this is not no knock. And and maybe mac and cheese can be the exception to that rule. Maybe Bryce Young next year. Just haven't seen it to this point, Ike. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Week nine is the bye week, Ike. And this is where I think that if Kenny Pickett isn't starting already – You get the additional week to prepare him before you take on the Saints in week 10. The halfway point to me is kind of an indication is how is your season going? If Trubisky is still the quarterback to that point, how has he played? How has he performed? This to me is because you have that additional week of prep work would be if Pickett's not starting yet, evaluate where you are in the season. Maybe rock with the hot hand. Maybe you switch things up. Maybe you've seen enough at this point in practices that he's grasped the system that he would be ready to take the reins as your first round draft pick in the 2022 draft. I think a lot of times with football fans, we get obsessed with the unknown commodity, the thing that's new, see where you're at, see how Trubisky's playing to this point. But week nine going into week 10 would be where I kind of circle on the calendar. Okay, where are we at this season? Is now the time to insert picket? That's my thought process. Yeah, for me, um, I think it's just going to start at training camp. Mark, when you talk about Pickett and Mitch Trubisky, like, coach is going to do the same thing Mac and Cheese and Cam Newton did in New England last year. Like, if it's even close between Mitch Trubisky or they see, you know, Kenny Pickett, you know, stepping on his his back heels, they're going to go with Kenny Pickett. So they're just going to ride with Kenny throughout the whole season, let him go through his ups and downs because they're really going to rely on their defensive side. So I think Pittsburgh – really relying on the defense, not only what they have on defense, but I really do think they're relying on the staff. So schematically, I think, man, Coach T, like, man, I got a hell of a staff that I can just roll with, and we can just eliminate a lot of good stuff people want to try to do to us with this young quarterback. Okay, Ike, in week 10, the Saints come into Pittsburgh, 
again, the question I had, is this the time Pickett's starting? And that's that's really just like a benchmark, too. And, yes, I expect Pickett to compete for the starting spot with Trubisky and training camp, no doubt about that. But if he's not starting by that point, that's kind of a date I'm marking on my calendar being what's the deal, what's the plan. But week 10, the Saints are coming in. And the Saints are a brand-new team because Sean Payton is no longer there. It'll be the first time the Saints have played without Sean Payton in, in a long time. Uh, Dennis Allen, the team's defensive coordinator, has been promoted as the head coach. Jameis Winston is going to be coming back from season-ending ACL injury. And before he got hurt, he was playing really well a season ago under Sean Payton. 14 touchdowns, only three interceptions. So we joke all the time about the 30-for-30 season he had in his final year in Tampa Bay. But he was playing better football. Can he return to form following injury? But Saints are going to get back star receiver Michael Thomas. They just signed the Honey Badger this offseason. He's returning to his hometown. And I like what the Saints did in the draft, too, getting Chris Olave to compliment Thomas at the receiver position and then drafting Northern Iowa offensive tackle Trevor Penning. He helps fill the void left by Taron Armstead, who signed with the Dolphins this offseason. So for me, that's almost like a plug-and-play where you're filling a void with Armstead's departure. There's just a lot of moving parts, and all of that has to fit together at home coming off a bye. I'm going to take Pittsburgh, but I think it's going to be a close one. Yeah, I'm going to take Pittsburgh as well, Mark. I don't think we give Coach Sean Payton enough credit. You want to talk about a beautiful mind when it comes down to the offensive side. That's exactly what Coach Sean Payton is. Coach Sean Payton come up with the best game plans schematically on the offensive side that anybody I can – put my hands on and just think about. That's just how I feel about Coach Sean Payton. And it's, 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 it's to be announced is we shall see with Coach Dennis Allen what they're going to do. We already know what he's going to do on the defense side, but the offensive side, you know, it's going to be hard to replace uh, a Hall of Fame coach at Sean Payton in my mind. That's just what it's going to be. So, yes, I do have these Saints struggling this year, to be honest with you, and I got the Pittsburgh Steelers coming in at home and taking that W as well. Okay, week 11, Bengals at Steelers. I've got Pittsburgh getting some revenge from week one. And again, this is also a Sunday night football game. You know how well Pittsburgh plays on Sunday night. Get that revenge not just from week one, but this was a Bengals team that the Steelers lost to twice in the 2020, excuse me, in the 2021 season. Give me the Steelers at home, Sunday night football, prime time. Let's roll. We're on the same page. I got a Pittsburgh Steelers splitting. And winning this at home Sunday night football. So, yep. Yeah, so much for Jackpot Joe. And I say that jokingly because he's a terrific quarterback. Back-to-back weeks on primetime because week 12, the Steelers will go on the road to Indianapolis to take on the Colts for Monday night football. Enter Matt Ryan, the longtime Falcons quarterback, who will now head up things with the Colts. But this is a matchup I do not like for the Steelers for this reason. Jonathan Taylor might very well be the league's best running back. We'll see what King Henry does coming back from his injury. But he led the league in rushing last year, and the Steelers last year were dead last in the league in rushing. I know that Cam Hayward took care of business against Quentin Nelson the last two times these teams played, but Quentin Nelson up front is the best guard in the NFL. All All of this said, I just like the way that the Colts run the ball. And from what I saw last season with the Steelers, unless they shore things up with their run defense, this is just not a favorable matchup. I know that Brian Flores is there. No, know Tara Lawson's the new defense coordinator. I know you bring in Miles Jack. I, I know there's things that the Steelers have done to shore up their front seven. 
I'm just not sure it's going to be enough. I'm going to take the Colts at home on Monday night. I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers winning this one. Um, I think just overall, uh, the mentality of the Colts has always been finesse. You know, even even though they they're leading the league and like, what top five in rushing, I think it's more of a finesse in rushing. Um, and I think the Pittsburgh Steelers this off this offseason and in this draft, Mark. They kind of addressed what they needed to, and that was the D-tackle position. You're getting Tyson back. So they just needed to stay healthy at this D-tackle position. Um, again, it's going to be hard for me to look at somebody out coaching the Pittsburgh Steelers on the defensive side. Now, the talent-wise might get them, but just getting out coached, no. I think it's just on the defensive side, it's going to be tough to do against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, yeah, I think the physicality is coming back out. I think they're going to be warming up into getting into the playoffs for the 2022 season. And they can understand, and that's going to be important starting now in the offseason, like, hey, we got to solidify us not being dead last with this rushing, with this rushing game. So let's let's start with that first. So, yeah, I got them beating the Colts as well. Okay. Week 13, Steelers at Falcons. Again, Matt Ryan now in Indianapolis this offseason. Falcons went out and signed Marcus Mariota. They drafted Desmond Ritter. In the 2022 draft, I'm curious to see who's going to be starting at that point in the season for the Falcons. Right. But the Falcons also add USC receiver Drake London, a big physical target who can pair with Kyle Pitts, Cordero Patterson, and that offense. I also like that they got Arnold Abicati out of Penn State, but this is a Falcons team where it's like, I don't know what to expect in year two of the Arthur Smith era. Their head coach, the former offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans, makes sense they bring in Marcus Moriota considering his familiarity uh, with Arthur Smith. But I just, I really don't have faith in the Falcons, even with the Steelers on the road. I'm going to take Pittsburgh taking care of business against Atlanta. Yeah, I got Pittsburgh as well winning this game. But Mark, I think it's going to be closer than what people expect. I think it's going to be a three and a half, four point game. So that's that's what I'm taking. I think when Pittsburgh do play quarterbacks that run, they do give Pittsburgh some problems. And if you just look at the skill part between the big receivers and Drake, um, who's my tight end? They just got from Florida. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Like it, 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 it could be held on the Pittsburgh Steelers if you look at the coveraging standpoint. Right now, might be a weakness. It might be the linebacker position. For the Pittsburgh Steelers, I know Devin Bush's rookie year when he was able just to fly around and he wasn't injured. That's what he did well, so time will tell when it comes down to that. So, yeah, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers will win this game. I think it's just going to be closer than what people expect. Week 14, Ravens at Steelers, the NFL's best rivalry. This was a Ravens team that lost their final six games of the 2021 season. A lot of it was because of injury. Lamar Jackson missed the final four. J.K. Dobbins was down. Gus Edwards was down. Their star cornerbacks were down. Ike, the Ravens are who I am picking to win the AFC North in the 2022 season. And I know people are going to say, well, who's Lamar going to throw to? It doesn't matter. He's in a contract season. I think they're going to be able to run the football as they always do. Mark Andrews is a very solid target as well but this was a Ravens team the reason they fell off is because they had key injuries to pretty much every position yeah, like Ronnie Stanley their offensive yeah. tackle is going to be back linebacker Odafi Owe is going to be back so it's like I don't think people really realize that unless you really really paid attention to the AFC North and particularly the Ravens 
They're the team I'm most afraid of. And one other thing, too, Lamar Jackson, the former league MVP, he's entering a contract season. He's going to want to ball out to make sure he gets paid next offseason as well. He's his own agent as well. So the Ravens I'm scared of at home. I'm going to take the Steelers because I've got them splitting. But later on in the season, when the Steelers have to go to Baltimore, I, I, it, it's another story. But who you got in week 14, Ravens and Steelers? Enough said. I got Pittsburgh and the Ravens splitting as well. I got Pittsburgh at home beating the Ravens. Okay. Okay, give me just a second, Ike. Um, Keep a track of the records here on my end. So at the very end of the show, we can go through. Week 15. We're almost through this, Ike. Steelers at Panthers in Carolina. And the big question I have, who's going to be the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers? Because right now it appears that they're going to be sticking with Sam Darnold, P.J. Walker, and Matt Corral, the quarterback they drafted in the third round out of Ole Miss. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Corral at this point in the season. But remember, the Panthers were the team rumored to get Baker Mayfield this offseason. I think this is mm-hmm. going to be a transition year. Christian McCaffrey, the star running back, has struggled with injuries the past two seasons. He's been limited to 10 games in the last two seasons. So hopefully he can stay right, and especially for fantasy football owners, they love CMC. But I don't think the Panthers are going to be very good at all in 2022. Give me the Steelers on the road in 15. I will agree with that. I think Pittsburgh will beat the Panthers as well. I don't think the Panthers are going to be that good either for the 2022 season. Okay. Week 16, Raiders at Steelers. This is going to be a Saturday night game on Christmas Eve, Ike. And I love how the league did this. They put this game the day after the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Go ahead. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, the league know exactly what they're doing. They are. They got Devontae Adams and and the quarterback reunited. David Carr reunited. Then you got the immaculate reception where you know Franco damn near caught it off the carpet and not damn near caught it off the carpet damn near and he wound up beating the Raiders. Then you got the fiftieth anniversary where the Pittsburgh Steelers and the NFL land and Raiders going to celebrate it right before Christmas. Man, the league knew exactly what they was doing. And the Pittsburgh Steelers going to smash them on this one. And the reason why Pittsburgh going to beat them on this one is because they don't have to travel far. And I think because the traveling is going to work on their side, they're going to win two or three games because they're not going to be as tired. So the fact that the Raiders are coming from the West Coast all the way to the East Coast, it's going to play some kind of factor. So I do have the Pittsburgh Steelers winning this game. I wish I could go with you, Ike, but I'm going to go Lee Corso. Not so fast. And I hate to say this, and this is the reason why. Oh, my gosh. The addition of Devontae Adams, and it's not just him, but how different Mm -hmm. was the Raiders offense in the 2020 season, last season in 2021, when Henry Ruggs was there? Versus when he was no longer allowed to play because of his, you know, fatal DWI right. crash. Right. Very different offense, and he was able to take the top off. I know Adams is a little bit of a different receiver, but what that does for this offense, and because of that, I'm going to take the Raiders on the road on Christmas Eve. And it's just because that offense, it was a night and day difference with rugs, without rugs. Right. You had a, right. a receiver of Adams caliber, and I think that puts the Raiders over the top. I mean, you, you got you got some valid points. I just think, you know, uh, late in the season, you know, Derek Carr, he, he plays plays safe. He don't like to take chances. So we shall we shall see. He will get you to the playoffs, but 
after the first and second game, man, he 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 looking at that touchdown interception ratio. He'd rather take the sack instead. All right, Ike, week 17, we both have the Steelers taking a loss to the Ravens. This is going to be in Baltimore on New Year's Day. This should be a lot of fun. I love New Year's Day football because it's like, okay, we're going to have NFL and like the Rose Bowl and all the New Year's six games. This is going to be one of the best days of the football calendar year. I have to make sure, you know, I don't go too hard the night before, Ike, because I want to enjoy the games on that Sunday on New Year's Day. I'm really looking forward to this game. But You got plenty of time to recover. The game started at 1 o'clock, Mark. You got plenty of time. (laughs) Plenty of time, my guy. But, yeah, I got the Ravens at home. They they beat Pittsburgh as well. But plenty of time to recover, Mark. All right, week 18, final game of the year. Browns at Steelers. Deshaun Watson's likely going to be playing at this point in time. I also think like, I'm very curious where it's like they play the Browns early on in the season. Then last game of the regular season, you could be talking about like where the teams are at two completely different places. It's either going to be on January the 7th or the 8th. They haven't decided yet. That's to be determined by the league. So that's not an error on your screen right now. Ike, who do you like in this AFC North matchup? Uh, Deshaun's playing at if Deshaun's playing, man, I'm I'm rocking with uh the Browns. If Deshaun's not playing, I'm I'm going with the Steelers. I'm I'm gonna continue to say that. Like it's just I think Deshaun Watson is just that good. All right. I I guess I'll go with the Browns as well if Deshaun is playing. So I've got the Steelers finishing at ten and seven, which is still above the seven and a half. Hammer the over because it's not in Mike Tomlin's resume. You have the Steelers, if my math is right, Ike, finishing 12-5. and five. So I will say this. Go back and watch last year's episode and look how close the numbers are, Ike. We're pretty spot right. on about this. Right. I'm right. honestly surprised, though. I've got the Steelers winning as many games as I do this season because 7.5, this AFC North division is going to be awfully tough. But there are a few factors at play. Getting back to the mountaintop with the Bengals and Joe Burrows, awfully tough to do following a loss in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson in a contract season, but I'm not sure who he's going to be throwing the ball to because Hollywood Brown's no longer there. And then the Browns, how soon can Watson play? Is there any rust with Watson too? Like we all expect Watson to return to form of when he was a playoff winning quarterback for the Houston Texans. You can't replicate game speed. So is he going to be at that same level? And I think all of those factors in the division, the teams you play twice a year factor into why I like the Steelers to win 10 games. And I will say this, you might not be as optimistic as Ike and I are, but if you want to make some free coin, betonline.ag is our sponsor. Take the Steelers Uh, in the over. I like how you did that. Yes, sir. Hammer the over is what I would say because it's it's not in Mike Tomlin's resume, Ike, and it's as simple as that. Yeah, um, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers, just because they're not traveling far, and I, I know people might think I'm crazy, but I think that does help traveling. You know, they got the least amount of miles they need to go to. They ain't even changing time zones when it comes down to the schedule. Um, I, think, I think rest is very important, so I do believe that's going to get – you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers one or two games. That's, that's just my personal opinion. Coach Tomlin, you know, Coach Tomlin, he don't like doing that uh, losing season stuff. You know, 15, 16 years, he's never had a losing season. And by the way, man, he got a heck of a coaching staff. You know, so I, I think 
that that'll play big it's a factor and to be honest with you mark i'm really not in a rush to see kenny pickett because sometimes they say the grass ain't greener but i think for mitchell trubisky the grass would be a lot greener coming to this side of the water you know you get you get george pickens you get chase um you get Devontae, and you got a fairmont and you got Najee. like you got some you got some weapons you've never had in your life to say so I think, and you got a coaching staff who's going to coach you up to, to say, and you can have some competition, first round competition sitting behind you to say. So I don't think I'm not, I'm really not counting Mitchell Trubisky out. Um, I think Pittsburgh, if Kenny Pickett doesn't start ASAP, they're going to make him wait this year because they don't really have to play him. And I think that'll be, that'll be good in Pittsburgh favor, let alone Kenny Pickett favor on letting him wait. Just like how they did with Aaron Rodgers, the Big Ben, um, you can go down the line. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, like it, it's it's no rush, you know, because once you start, you're starting forever. So I'm not gonna rush you. I'm gonna let you see how a professional be a professional day in and day out. So I'm not taking nothing away from Mitchell Trubisky. I think Mitchell Trubisky, um, this is his first time ever having this kind of luxury, including the coaching staff and a city that's going to embrace him. So you just never know, man. Then Josh Allen gave him a a, a huge shout out. And for Josh to say that, um, I know he's just not saying that, just saying that. So he's a football player himself. So be careful. Mitch Trubisky might go, might wind up going to the pro bowl this year. I'd be the first to say. Okay. He has been a pro bowl quarterback in the past when he was with the bears, believe that or not. And I know he took his lumps there. But Ike, always a blast doing the show. Let me lay out a quick roadmap of the offseason. I'm going to go okay. backwards to forwards. So the preseason gets underway in August, August the 13th against the Seahawks, Jags on August the 20th, and then closing out the preseason against the Lions on August the 28th. Obviously, training camp is going to be really exciting for us considering that the Steelers are set to return to St. Vincent College in Latrobe. PA. So the first time in two seasons, the Steelers make their way back to Latrobe. And then today, I mean, you're going to have minicamp, but rookie minicamp gets underway. And I I do have to plug this at WRAL. I had the opportunity to go one-on-one with an undrafted rookie free agent running back out of Duke, Mateo Durant, and his journey from Plum Branch, Arkansas, where the population is less than 90 Mm -hmm. people to Duke University he set the school's single-season rushing record a year ago, and he's going to be competing for a roster spot. So check that out. I've tweeted out the link to the story. Gotcha. My conversation with him, really excited for that to see how this roster shakes out, and that's one of the big questions I have going into the season, Ike, is right. who is the Robin to Najee Harris's Batman? But we have a ton coming here in the coming weeks here on the Believe in Steelers show. So no, know it's the offseason, but the NFL never sleeps. Yeah, tune in to Believe Network. Uh, tune in, and thanks for BetOnline.ag for always supporting Mark and I since day one. Brings TV, Miss Court and her company, me, Miss Court and her crew, man, for always having us looking all fresh and professional. Uh, Got to thank Mark, my guy, my host. Um, appreciate. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Make sure y'all subscribe and give us a five star. You know, that's just how we like our food. That's just how we like our business. That's just how. That's just us. We're just some five star. Guys, we're going to continue to entertain, insight, keep y'all tuned into the Pittsburgh Steelers and what they're doing in the NFL just as well. Mark, take off. For Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thank you for watching the Believe in Steelers show 
We'll see you next week. Until then, take care and so long, everybody. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.